right, episode number eight, right? Eight, all chills. Hanging with the Joneses. Again, I am Rashad. And I am Keisha. <laughs> this is how this whole episode is about to be? I don't know. I hope not. If that's the case, you can just go back to sleep. Because <laughs> this is not going to work for me at all. So how was your week, Rashad? Oh, wow. <laughs> My week was amazing. Um, amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good, to be honest. I talked about it earlier in the week on the... The program? No. On... (laughs) (laughs) Download, subscribe to the program podcast. (laughs) 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 Available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. (laughs) Anyway, now, um, just talked about on on our IG about how I was trying to do something that had to kind of reevaluate and start all over. Mm -hmm. So, that was... um, that was sad, but it was good that I that I was able to at least go through the process and and figure that out. So it's still it's still a win for me. Like I said the other day, like I'm not I'm not losing. I'm learning, and if you're not learning, then then you're losing. And I really believe that. You came up with that? I don't know. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Let me yeah. check the copyrights on that. Yeah, you can <laughs> check all you want. <laughs> Like that trademark. <laughs> Check that first. <laughs> yeah, I am a teacher. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so, so that happened. Been working out, you know, and like I think what stinks about about broken right now. Oh my god! Like they feel so good. They feel so good running. Talking about this tag on sneakers again. Like I feel like I need another pair. Because you can't have like one no, pair running no, sneakers. You gotta break no, it up. No, Rashad, don't play you. No, so you can have no. Mm-mm. But seriously though, like I need a pair. I'm getting a pair of Jordan ones in, in June. That's just for certain. I'm sorry, like I haven't had a pair of sneakers for myself in so long. Me either. You either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say you forgot. I'm not gonna say you're lying. <laughs> that was last year. That was in March. I was last. The, the vapor year. max you got. No, no, not, <laughs> not trying to look at me and whisper like I'm your child, huh? Uh, no. Tell, I'll talk through my teeth. Tell them, <laughs> we, ain't, tell them we ain't home, huh? <laughs> Mama. No. Okay, but think about it. You can, last time was in March, you getting two pairs like back to back. Back to back. No. Yeah. No. I mean. So my week was fine. I'm just find out you're getting more shoes, you know. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm going to cut them up at the door. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been pretty decent. I mean, it's been pretty good. Yes, it's been pretty good. It's super descriptive. Yeah, I'm trying to recap what I did this week. No. I don't know what I did. That's Other than work, work was, you know, really busy. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm still here above ground, so it's pretty good. Still standing. Mm-hmm. Still ten here. toes up. Still really. Oh down. They down. Down right. Oh, if you're down, it means you're. Oh, means ten you're toes sleep. up. Okay. Yeah, ten toes up means like you're, you're like awake. Why are you even using that? that I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of that one. I don't know. It just fit. Um, it won't be time. Wow. All right. Moving right along. <laughs> I really hope this is a. Uh, 
<laughs> this is better than the star. So today, today we want to talk about something that's actually look more on the serious side, and is really encompasses what Keisha's life is, and that's her lack of mental health. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no seriously though, like. Um, just explain to, to everybody, I know we kind of had a brief overview in the first episode, but like explain to people what it is that you really do. Um, with full time or my <laughs> No, not the full time, but like, okay. like, well, you mean a, a social worker? Mm-hmm. What? I'm a licensed clinical social worker, so, um, psychotherapist, which means, uh, counseling right now, I do have my own company called TR Consultants, um, for Mental health counseling, we discuss with trauma, domestic violence, um, coping skills, everything you can kind of think about. Um, so my real life job, I should say, or uh, one of my purpose it was psychotherapy, which is kind of, even even going about psychotherapy was uh, pick the remember that route to take to finally get there that that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, you know, because at first I was wanting to be a lawyer, because he said you you're able to kind of debate or manipulate. Yeah, so there we go. So it's like being a lawyer. So I did an internship at um the defense, the, the district attorney's office. Hated it. Oh my gosh, I hated it. I was like, this is the boringest internship at all. Like one time I fell asleep. And I wake up and all the lawyers like over my cubicle looking at me. I was like, I was like oh snap, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, what did what am I do? So I did psychology. Why? I don't know. I did psychology. Even went to grad school in psychology. Um, that didn't work out so well. Switched to social work. So I don't know when that didn't work. I was sitting there crying like, what am I gonna do? Now my mother's a social worker. My on my father's side. My uncle was a social worker and always told me going to social work. He was a licensed clinical social worker. Didn't dawn on me until like you were in the program. I was in the program. I was like, wait, <laughs> this is what he was talking about. Um, so, and then I was like, why do I need to go back to school? I'm tired of school. Um, school has nothing to do with my spiritual journey. Um, I really thought that. I was like, school has nothing to do with my spiritual journey. And when I die, God's not going to ask me what school I went to. I was like, I was really done. I was like, I am done with school. But then God, I heard God tell me that there were some people he need me to reach. And I would not be able to reach them without the credentials behind my name. So I was like, oh, okay. And I wasn't a traditional student. You know, I had children too. So I'm like, okay, go grad school. Um, actually, while I was in grad school for psychology, I was pregnant with our first child. In midterm, I went in labor. Remember that? Yeah, I heard about it. I went in labor during my mid- uh, midterm. So I'm like, okay, I just had a baby. Didn't the psychology thing to work out. So I'm going to go back to school for social work. I did. And that, I think it was the best decision. Um, so I do believe that being on this side with those initials behind my name allowed me to do God's work and reach people that without those issues, the door, I would not be able to even enter the door. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, in regards to, to mental health and 
I'll just be honest, black community. Do you think we're actually getting any better in regards to us believing it's a thing, accepting it's a thing, and putting in the work to actually go to therapy and no hold on, I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We get it much better. I think it's still we have a a while to go, um, because treating some of other who are non-black, they'll come to counseling just like for a checkup. Like you go to a doctor for a checkup. Sometimes like I just want to come to make sure I'm, I'm okay. I've seen that a lot of times with us. We're not going to counseling until either we broke down, it's court ordered, or like it has to be the <laughs> like extreme case. Um, so I would like to see more of I'm coming in for a checkup as opposed to somebody said I had to go and I had to meet some kind of mandate. You, you know? Definitely. Like we could do some preventative services. I mean, and sometimes it'd be a drastic difference. I mean, that's of course, and that's not, I said, let's use the bell curve. Not saying that's everybody. Um, and it's just us. But I think well, a lot of times with black people, we got the stigma that um, if, you, if you go to counseling, you don't love Jesus, or you don't let God work it out. Um, you know, you crazy if you go to counseling. Whatever goes on in the house stays in the house, so you don't tell nothing. Or no need to work it out. It happened in the past. You know, I think we kind of still underneath that stigma. Okay. So, with that being said, how do you... How would you tell somebody who has this this intersection of religion and you know, therapy, and they don't want those things to, to cross. They think they should be separate lanes, and they think they, they really don't go together. Like, like how, like what would your, be your response to that? And you know, we used to go in our, us, we used to have a problem. But Sean didn't believe in counseling no. in the beginning. And if I'm, I remember times, like, Rashad, I really think I'm stressed out. Um, I really think I need, when such I was in school, I was like, I'm really stressed. I think I need to go to counseling to process this. I think Rashad preached the whole Bible. And I was like, oh my gosh, how can I be going to school for something and you don't even believe in it? So am I going, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to school in this. And the funny thing was, like, I, be- I believed in it. I just didn't believe in it for you. Right, exactly. That was my next thing. Exactly. So it was like, yeah, people need counseling, but you don't because you just bring it to the Lord in prayer and he changes things. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Are you going to tell everyone? Just bring it to the Lord in prayer? So I had to kind of, I use always physical because people understand physical more than mental because mental you can't see. Sure. You know, I mean, unless somebody says something, you don't know someone necessarily have to, a mental health issue. But physical, you might be able to see that quicker. I said, if someone, and I have to tell this to so many people in the church, if someone had cancer, if someone had AIDS, if someone had diabetes, you would not tell them not to take their medication or to pray those things away and don't take your medication or don't go to the doctor. You would encourage them to do so. So why is it the opposite with mental health? Mental health controls all the all those things in your body. Your mind controls if you're healing, if you're not healing, how you're thinking. You, so that's how I kind of always put it together. If you won't tell someone, I hope no one does, you encourage people to go to the doctor for medical stuff. They got diabetes. They got high cholesterol. You, you can't discourage people for going for counseling. Yeah. 
And you know, I thought that, that, and even when I started my company, that was my whole purpose is to merge mental health and ministry. That mental health is a ministry. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we um, sometimes, you know, every time in, I went to a church and I hear someone say, pray the crazy away, I'm like, <laughs> or stop taking the medications for mental health because nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, now when that person come in here and not be on their medication, I don't want you to call the cops on them. I don't want you looking them different. I don't want you to push them away. I want you to remember that you told them not to take the medication because God's going to heal it all. And don't get me wrong, I'm not to say God won't heal it, but we can be um, stupid. I don't say stupid, but you can't be contradictory. You can't encourage someone to take their medical, but when it comes to mental health, you don't need it. I do feel like that's one of the things where God helped, like talking. And when does in the Bible does it say not to go to counseling? So what's the what do you think is 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 the stigma? First of all, right here all the time, people don't know the difference between a counselor, a psychologist, G I S T, which is another therapist, and psychiatrists with prescribed medication. So I hear a lot of people as soon they come in, I don't want no medicine. But good, because I can't write you in anyway. So that helped me. So a lot of people think that when you go on counseling, I get it all the time that I'm going to recommend medication. I do not have the authority or the license <laughs> to recommend any medication. However, I will say this, um, that if I recommend that you need to go somewhere for medication, you need to go. Because especially, we, I, I'm good with work. Let's work out this issue. For six months to a year, we don't see no change. You need medication. And, for example, a lot of times when kids had experienced trauma, it would mimic the symptoms of ADHD. So, a lot of times you take them, they're quick to throw medicine at them, put them on Adderall, put them on Ritalin for ADHD. But I find that when, when we work with the children, I work with the children, and we kind of work past that trauma, all those ADHD symptoms go away. It's like, if you're thinking in your head, you've been constantly beat, how focused are you going to be in school? If you think about you going back and you don't have food, how focused are you really going to be? So the quickest thing is like, okay, you get the medication, but you didn't work out the trauma. So once we, a lot of times, once we work out the trauma, they didn't need any medication. However, there was some that I'm like, oh no, put them, they need some. So I'm not a pro or con for medication, but I just say I try to work out the issues before we talk about any type of medication. And I think also one that is the, the stigma of Black people don't go to church. You go tell your pastor. Black people go to church. Black people always go to church. I'm sorry. Black people don't go to your um, therapist. Go go tell your pastor. And, and and what's the like? And what's the what's the problem with that? A lot of times, your pastor is helpful for spirituality, but therapy is a skill set. Therapy is something you have to learn. Um, treatment, is something you have to learn. Even though. Sometimes pastors don't know counseling. May not know behavior health. May not know developmental, what's normal developmental and what's not. Because sometimes a pastor, there's so much of a um a shepherd that they don't want to see their sheep being hurt. So as a neutral person, as a therapist, 
sometimes, most of the time, I was able to say, oh, no, that, that something's wrong. We need to hold on. Let's pause it. Something else needs to happen first. There's something that's not connected. We need to work something out first. So I think pastors are good for spirituality. Unless you have a mix, unless you have someone who's actually a therapist and a pastor, I think that's an excellent combination. But if you're not, I would say no because it's only so far that they can really take you. No, when you start talking about childhood abuse and trauma, it's only without the skill set and the training, it's only so far they can take you. Yeah, and what's and what's the true danger in that? Let's say like you have somebody who's trying to do this, but then like you said, their their skill set won't allow them to go but so far. What's the That's danger? That's a good question. Um, one, you can open up something that you not know how to put back and cause Pandora box to open. So when you thought the behaviors were kind of different and then you help you open this box and you can't put it back together and then all these behaviors come out that you did not expect. Um, I would say look at it. It can literally be life and death. And the person might have been able to manage and cope, but you open up this information that you did by accident, might not even have known, and now that person can't no longer cope. Hmm. You know, it, you, you could have literally triggered that person. At least in counseling, if we're going to do, if, if we, I'm kind of slow. If I know that's a trigger, we're going to slowly, I'm going to slowly ease into that. We're going to do assessment to know what's going on. And even though I know sometimes people don't like um, to have a label over them, let you know, when you go to the doctor, you get a label of you. As they wouldn't be able to bill your insurance. True. You get a diagnosis when you go to the doctor. Even if you're going for a routine routine physical, you get a diagnosis. So now people think of that, too. I don't want that. You already got diagnosis. You don't know what them doctors put in the system. <laughs> so they got to code something. Bill. They have to code. And that's, unfortunately, that's just how the medical, um, that's how health insurance is. Only time they want you, if you're going to come to them, they want to know that what problem you are over discussing. That's medical, dental, anything. God bless America. <laughs> so mental health is no different. Um, and then we got some people, I have had some people who are trying to abuse the system where I want to go here because it's somebody fault or I want to check. We see through that quickly. Because when it's time to do the work, it's like, uh-uh, I just came here for a check. No, I don't write, just write things for a check. <laughs> you know, you. I don't think no one should want those diagnoses. And I have had it happen. You should not want those diagnoses and put in your record. And honestly, when people look at you, they might look at you from that viewpoint. And especially if nothing is real, you're just doing it for a check. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's 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 sad. that's the type of stuff we see like a lot in uh, in school. Yes, when I used to do the aptitude testing for school, some people, um, it's weird because I'm being honest. Some people who are not black would come to school and want their children tested like two and three times, and you're like, no, this is what it is. There's nothing wrong with your child. Yeah, like I had like for for example, I had a a student one time, and there was nothing wrong with them mm-hmm. they just were like all they had was C C was their best mm-hmm. 
and that was it. Mm-hmm. This 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 mother basically was finagled the system to put her child in each class was a um, was an inclusion class, meaning there's a mix of kids who actually have some issues and like before have IEPs or five oh fours and kids who don't just as regular students. Mm-hmm. It's a mix of it means there's gonna be extra help in the class, probably another teacher, maybe a teacher assistant. I mean, a co-teacher, teacher assistant, like three adults in the room at any time. And every class this, this, this child was in was was an inclusion class. There's nothing wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like... So they can get a check? Not even to get a check, just so they can get extra help. Mm-hmm. Like, but only thing your kid can get is this C. Mm-hmm. And sometimes hard, I got sometimes hard for that parent to maybe that's what counseling be affected because maybe it's hard for that parent to realize that the the kid is trying his best and maybe to see the kids are you trying your your best and what else could be done. But I know I had some that was doing it strictly for a check, a check and you like you don't want this title to be put on your child and it's not true. And then I had some we kind of beg like please 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 get tested like no something. They need help, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, we had those too. Right. You, like, like, you walk around here unidentified. Right, like, no, no, please, come on. And you couldn't get those? You like, nah, you I don't want the title. Well, unfortunately, this title will help your child. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not saying that I'll be easy as a parent to have the title, but at some point, you gotta say, okay, I gotta swallow this. If this is what's gonna help my child, definitely, I'm gonna have to do it. Definitely. So when did you kind of grow in mental? Because going from, like literally, it's not figurative. Like literally, if I said anything about mental, oh, you health, already you already listened to that. No, why, no, why no, you gotta reiterate? Literally, that? literally, yeah. like we talk about sneakers, I'm in, I'm emphasize this. Literally, anytime I say anything about mental health, I got a sermon. Like it was, it was a song because John that said, no, 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 I was like, on. Oh don't, don't, my, don't, don't like yes, that. yes, it was. What, so your, now, state, now, now he's actually in counseling, so it's like, What helped you change? Like, that was a totally 180. Well, I mean, change mm-hmm. basically when okay, so last, last school year, not this school, year, but last school year around November, December. We had a school health fair, and I went there. It was like after my first block, sat down, test was good, cholesterol was good, weight, height, pretty decent. You know, I'm short, so I can't. <laughs> it's good for It's about as good as it's going to get. So I went to get my blood pressure taken, and my blood pressure, just resting blood pressure, was like 165 over 115. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yo, what's the problem? So your blood pressure is really high. I'm going to check it again just to make sure. Cool. Checked it again. It was like 163 over one something. He said, okay, we're going to check this after this is all over. I said, all right. So by the time it was done, it was like 159 over 110. She said, yeah, you need to go to the doctor and get this checked out. So went to the, went to, went to urgent care. He was like, the, the um, 
little doctor was like, yo, like, I don't see, there's nothing really wrong with you. <laughs> you don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't have any, any like overbearing health issues. You're not having, facing like, you know, any like obesity. For what you're telling me, you have a decent diet. Like, yeah, only thing I can really say, Mr. Jones, is you have to, is it could, it could be stressed, but I don't know. So, go to find a PCP, because, you know, the last one, they sucked. So, we found a new PCP, talked to him, and he was like, yeah, this is all just stress management. So, he said, see me back in, like, three months or so. Let's see how it go. And I adjusted my diet a little bit more, trying to take in less sodium, and my blood pressure was still high. Like, even when I went in there, it was, like, 145 over, like, 105. And he was like, yeah, we're going to put you on a low-dose blood pressure medicine because we don't want this to get out of control now. And obviously, all this is just, it seems like it's stress because you're eating well, you exercise, you're in shape, and it has to be stress. And I told him, like, yeah, man, like, like, I don't even, and the sad part was, like, I was stressing, and I didn't even know I was stressing. Mm-hmm. So, I told him, I said, yeah, I think because it is stress-related, I'm just going to go to therapy. So, that was really my, my, my main reason, was my physical, my, my mental health was affecting my physical health. Mm-hmm. 